This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We celebrate often the um, heroics of people that do well and perform well. Sometimes I've long said that we don't spend enough time on some of the others because there are great lessons in life that are being taught out there uh, by people that, um, for different reasons, uh, didn't get to the top but had that dream. Uh, sometimes through no fault of their own. Elena Contreras was a starter for the Hopkins, the much celebrated Hopkins girls basketball team, one of the best teams in the country, obviously. And last summer, uh, while she was playing in June before she had gone on the AAU circuit to earn what she hoped would be a high individual one scholarship, uh, she blew out her knee, ACL. Uh, it happens. Uh, it's not unusual. Uh, but not only did it end her summer season, it ended her winter season. She can't play with her high school team. Uh, colleges couldn't watch her. Um, all those things come into play. Now, on top of that, her father, Mike, understands basketball because he's a longtime assistant coach at Hopkins. And so that dream that she was living, he was living with her uh, and coaching uh, that team that was her community. And obviously both pulled like the rug from under your feet and, and now you're left and reduced to watching games and cheering for a team that has had great success and played on ESPN and everything else. And I said this would be an interesting topic to talk to Mike about what it's like to go through that as a parent and at what he sees in his daughter and maybe the learning lesson that he tries to get from it that, that all of us could use from time to time. And he joins us now. Mike, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. How long did you coach at uh, Hopkins? How many years? Uh, I think it was five years, four or five years, something like that. And you just love basketball, right? Love basketball. Just, yeah. It, I mean, if I'm not watching it, I used to play it and I referee it, I coaching it. I mean, it just consumes me, and it, you know. There's worse things can be consumed by. Exactly. Now, your daughter grows up and she decides she likes basketball, too, or how, how does that play out? She did. Um, you know, when she was little, I didn't want to force her on anything, so we tried a bunch of things. Loved soccer. Just fell in love with soccer. Well, she's got that high-end speed, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and didn't want to try basketball. I, I made her. I said, if you don't like it, you can. You don't have to play it. Just because I, you know, love it. Um, ended up loving it. Just loved it. Um, fell in love with the game like me. And so now she starts. She 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 got a roadmap, and and she's playing with some pretty good players, and um, uh, things are moving along pretty good. Especially if you're at Hopkins, except for COVID, like it affected everybody else. But explain this last summer what it was like for her and what happened to her. Um, it was going really good. Um, the summer before, she had got a lot of, you know, got the ball rolling with colleges and coaches, and got a lot of interest. Um, had an offer, and we didn't take it because you can't visit 
it was COVID. So we weren't going to do anything without visiting. Um, so had a lot of momentum going into her uh, junior year. She started and then a lot of momentum going into her senior year. Just a great summer. So we were looking forward to July. With a- In AAU world, July is everything. July is, you know, the top of the world. You know, coaches are everywhere. So everyone looks forward to it. Um, Thursday, June 24th, she had a normal practice and tore her ACL. Just, you know. Were you there when she tore it? She tore, excuse me? Were you there when she tore it? I was not. Usually I go to everything. I've never missed practices or anything because I always coached. But she had just got her license a little while ago and wanted, you know, a little independence. And oh, yeah. She said, Dad, yeah, Dad, you don't have to go to every practice. Yep. You know, it's just practice. Yep. You know? So I stayed home. And, and and that day, she said her shoulder hurt. So I had actually texted her and said, take today off. Uh-huh. Don't practice today. You know, you're done for the day. July is huge. Yep. And she said, being her, she said, Dad, there's already four people out. I can't be another person on the sideline city. So I kind of gave in. You I, mean on her well, summer team or what? Yeah, on her summer team. Yep. 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 The night, the day she tore ACL, I told her to take it off. Practice. Don't practice. And I kind of gave in and let her decide. So, you know, and then it happened. You know, and then she keep, keep, keeps at me like, what if I would just would have said no? You know, yeah. sit this one out. Let your, let your body rest. So, um, so, so did you know, right? Well, how does, does ACL, is it a couple days before you know for sure what it is? Well, we went to the emergency room right away. I got to the gym, and she was crying, and she whispered in my ear, get me out of here. You know, everyone's staring at her, and and there's ice on her her knee, you know. Went to the emergency room, and he did a couple tests for probably 30 seconds, and he said, yeah, I think it's her ACL. Yeah. You know, and we just still held out hope that it wasn't because this wasn't an official, you know, it wasn't official. Yep. So we got, you know, but... He said, I'm pretty sure it's ACL right away. ACL generally means nine months to a year. Uh, what happens next? You held out some hope that she could play this year. Yes, we did. The first person we went to, he said, I asked him point blank, and he said, yes, January. She'll be back in January. Just a matter of fact. You know, just no hesitation. So now you're, so you're fired told, up again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I told her, I went in there to the room, and I said, "That's I just heard January. And, and, you know, she started crying and, yes, you know, happy tears. Yeah. Um, well, then we talked to the surgeon, and I talked, pulled her in the hallway and asked her the same question after surgery. And she just looked at me with this blank look and said, let's go in the room and talk. Yep. And, and she said, not a chance. Not Full a chance. tears, is that what that meant or what? Full tear, and, and she said the if you come back at six to eight months, you can tear it again. There's a higher chance of tearing it again, and you'll be right back in this situation. And, and as hard for, as that was, I bet you appreciated those words that she was frank with you and didn't try to mislead you, huh? Yes. A lot of tears in that room, but that just let us know right away that, you know, it's not going to happen. I, she didn't want to string us on. She didn't want to string Elena on or me or, or my wife. And she just said, I have to tell you this right now. You know, don't hold out hope. You might be able to play in March if Hopkins makes it to state. Mm-hmm. You might. That's a small possibility. So that was our hope. But, you know, that's gone now. Okay, so so now Mike Contreras is our guest. The assistant coach at Hopkins uh, was, and his daughter tore her ACL, hadn't 
towards a scholarship for sure. The only question was what school, and not to mention a senior year with one of the best teams in the history of the state of Minnesota that she would been a starter on that she's missing out on uh, right now. So, so not, now, you know, I mean, life is, right? There's your lemon, where's your lemonade? Uh, you know she's going to be good, uh, and she, she could be good enough to, you know, play somewhere, but the options aren't what she thought they were. What what do you do? Because there's still there's still a market for. Her. You're just trying to figure out the market. Yep, and I wanted to be proactive, so I called about three coaches that were really, really on her. I didn't call the rest. I just told them the situation. I wanted to tell them right away. And in my mind, I was hoping they were going to still say, you know what, with technology today, with the way things are, she'll be back 100 percent next year. We're still interested in her. Well, that didn't happen. You know, it, it, the kiss of death was, we'll, we'll be in touch. And that's, that's yeah. what they all said. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, yeah. they're saying, look, man, we got transfer portal, we got freshmen, we got lots of options here. Uh, nothing okay. against your daughter, but we're in business to win games, and, 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 and we need to move on people. We can't sit and wait because we got all kinds of options here to, to win games. Exactly. And that's, that's it right there. You know, they have so many options. Extra year transfer portal um it was already tough on 2022's her, yeah. her age group um and this just made it tougher she was kind of just tossed aside and i can't be mad at them that they, they like you said it's a business they have to win you can't win with the kid with the towards acl yeah I, glenn mason i just say i'm not in the football coaching business i'm in the winning business i only get a job if i win so i'm in the business of winning otherwise it doesn't matter hey can you stay on with us for a quick break I can. Mike Contreras is our guest. So what do you do now? Your, your your daughter's lost her dream of playing her senior season with her friends for a state championship uh, where you'd be the heavy favorites, and, and, and the scholarship offers are gone. What does Dad do next? What does Elena do next? We'll ask him when we come back on Sports to the Max. Welcome back. Mike Contreras is our guest. He's a former assistant coach at Hopkins High School. His daughter, Elena, on her way to Division I scholarship until she tore her ACL and missing her senior season and missing her Division I scholarship. Doesn't mean her basketball career is over, however. We rejoin the conversation with Mike. So, Mike, you find out there's no Division I schools that are going to put the money on the table, but she still wants to play. What do you do next? Yeah. Oh, man, that was, you know, you feel hopeless at first. You know, but um, in my mind, there was, so much interest in there and I knew so many people and we made so many contacts that somebody was going to take a chance. That was my mindset. Somebody was going to take a chance. Um, Coach Starks reached out to some schools and, you know, they were honest with her. We didn't get to see her play. And Dre Jefferson from the Minnesota Suns, Gerard Curry from North Tartan. Um, I was getting so many texts from people saying, let me know what I can do. Um, but it's crazy how life works. I met a guy, a coach from a school in Brooklyn, New York, St. Francis, who he no longer coaches there. He just texted me at one day off the blue. Hey, how you doing? Just checking on you and Elena. And he didn't know, you know, I told him what happened. Um, he says, I got a friend down at Cochise. Let me call you right back. Next thing I know, the Cochise assistant coach is calling me. She wants film and a highlight. I sent it down there and they said, when can you visit? Without so, now, now, take me back. Explain Cochise. What, 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 what college this is. It's a JUCO, D1 JUCO in Arizona, Douglas, Arizona. Um, I, I wouldn't have heard of it. Or I never heard of Douglas, Arizona. Uh, we did have a Hopkins player go there a couple years ago, um, but I didn't know anything about it, nothing. 
and they called and wanted us to visit. Flew us down there and laid out the red carpet, and she felt real comfortable to say yes to them. So she's going to community couch, and she's still got the same goal, right? Correct, correct. She uh, One day we were driving, and she just out the blue said, I want to play in March Madness. And, you know, that's the first time I heard her say that. So so this this thing has given her time to think. And, you know, I don't know, you know, people say find yourself. But now I think it's given her time to do that. You know, so, I mean, it, it's brought out some good things, even though it, it's a horrible thing that happened to a kid. Um, it's not the worst thing. And but so, I mean, I mean, has she come around? What's her attitude like now? Does she feel disappointed because all her friends are going to four-year colleges? How is she handling it? Yes, when, you know, it was tough. When, you know, social media is everything, not for kids. Um, you know, her friend Amaya is going to the U. Taylor Woodson's going to Michigan. Um, girls that she played against and did well are going to other D1s. You know, and you see committed, 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 committed. You know, and, and we talked about it for a little bit. It was tough. It was tough. You know, she would come up to me and say, you know, I played against her. Um, you know, I feel I, I, I can play with her. You know, she never put any, anybody down or anything down. She was happy for these girls, but it was tough seeing everyone commit to these D1 schools. And she has nothing as of yet, as, as of that time. Yeah, even though she knows it can happen and all those things, it's, still, it's hard when you're not in that conversation, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. And the conversations, you know, with adults saying congrats to this kid and congrats. Yeah. You know, Minnesota yeah. Nice is great, you know, but. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So so you're yeah. sitting and you decided if she can't play, I'm not going to coach. Not because you don't like coaching, but because you one of two things. Either it would be so hard every game or with all the joy that this team was going to extract out of the games that they played, you'd almost felt guilty enjoying to an extent explain what went into that because you just you just said as a dad i can't do this yeah i i just felt if i can't if she can't enjoy basketball who am i to enjoy this game i i stopped refing i didn't i i just felt who am i to run up and down this court on two good knees you know and she my daughter's laid up in the bed on pain meds in august and july and on crutches and she can barely move I don't want to watch basketball. I don't want to see basketball. I didn't want anything to do with basketball, a game that I just loved for over 40 years. It, it just t- it took everything out of me. So what is it, it like right now for you? Can you go to a game, or do you, do you go? Yes, I, I've, I've gone to some Hopkins games now, and I've gone to some other games. I'm starting to enjoy it again. Um, she's, she's coming to games with me, you know, going to see her friends play that she played AU with. Uh, St. Louis Park games, MCA games. Uh, so it, it's going good right now. She's she's getting back into running now. She can run and jump right now. She's still a couple months out, which is disappointing for her. But it is enjoying seeing Hopkins having fun. You know, I smile. Yeah, yeah how good are they, Mike? Oh, my goodness. They're scary. They're yeah. scary. They're, they're just rolling through people where you think this is going to be a good game. All right, let me settle in. And they're up 30 at halftime. Yeah, you know that's not a bad thing, but they're just rolling. It's scary what Coach Starks has, has them doing right now. Yeah, I mean that is a lot of talent sitting in one gymnasium on a 
uh, on, a, on a given night for sure. What have you learned from it? You know, you're, you're not the first parent to go through it, and obviously the stakes may be higher because of scholarship online, et cetera, but, but lots of kids get injured during the year, and lots of them lose their senior year, their junior year, whatever it is, to injury. What, what have you learned from it that you would share with other parents? Patience. It's gonna, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. No matter how dark it gets, you're going to get there. And when I say there, I mean you're going to be cleared 100%. Your daughter, your son, whoever it is, it will get there, it will get better, and everything will be okay. Um, everything happens for a reason. That's the big thing I learned. Everything happens for a reason. She wasn't supposed to go to that school that offered her. She wasn't supposed to go visit here. I passed up a lot of visits in June. I made that decision. Um, she's supposed to be at Cochise. Why? I don't know yet. But they gave her that opportunity. I'm forever grateful for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been texting them and in contact with them, but it's going to be okay. It, it really is going to be okay. Mike Contreras, our guest, but you know, there's, there's another, there's a third piece to this, and that's your wife who helps yes. hold this, her mother, that helps hold this thing together. Um, through faith. And when I hear everything, you know, happens for a reason, I hear, what I believe your wife probably communicates as well. Oh my goodness. She kept me together. She, she really kept me and her together, you know, a lot of prayer, a lot of faith. Um, she never panicked, never wavered. Just, she just kept telling me it's going to be okay. There's a bigger reason behind this. And I had to get used to that. And I had to believe it. You know, it took me a while to believe that, but I believe it now. I believe it. And when you're angry, you don't want to hear that. No. No, but, you know, and, and uncertainty creates anger, right? I mean, um, uh, knowing she's going to Cochise is clarity. Clarity eliminates anger. Uh, you know, it, it just just, know, just knowledge of what's next eliminates anger to an extent. You also had the pleasure, we had him on the other night, of coaching with Brian Cosgrove. What did that yeah. do for you? Oh, my goodness. Um I used to, you know, I felt I was a pretty good coach, and I used to go to coaching clinics. Once I started coaching with Kaz, I didn't have to go to co- coaching clinics anymore. I lived. <laughs> you got a clinic every, every day, day, huh? <laughs> every day. That that man is just taught me a lot. He he was so dedicated. I thought I worked hard. I didn't work hard until I met Kaz, and it was fun. It's not hard work when it's fun. You know, he really created a family atmosphere. Um, I, I just can't wait. I hope he gets into it again where I can go join him. Yeah. You know, who knows? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, he's doing it as an assistant, but you're right. I mean, some program needs to make this guy the head man. I mean, let's go here. You, you, you want a good experience for kids? You want him to win? You want him to learn the right things? Let's go. Let's get this thing done right. Let's hire the right guy, you know? Exactly. All right, buddy. Exactly. Appreciate it. You're well-spoken, and I appreciate it. Good to spend time with you the other day. and wish Elena well as well. I appreciate you. Thank you for telling her story, and thank you for having me on. You bet, Michael. Wow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.